Welcome back. Welcome back to a whole nother episode of People Believe That. Eh? I am old mixhead. It's your boy, Chief. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about more military stories. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so anybody who's listening to us for the first time that don't know, I, old mixhead, I was in the Navy for 13 years, and Chief here was in the Army for... Uh, six. Six. So, you know, he came in, like a hard, checked it like out. A hard, it's like a hard six. It's like, you know, he did, you know, it's like five and they rounded up, basically. Yeah. So you're not going to do the call to action today or that? I'm about to. I'm going to get into that. Uh, That's not, all okay. in my notes. Okay. I was making Back sure. up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Take a step back. It was Army guys. We have to have everything the same way or it's like a situation. Yeah, all right. All right, so as the chief just said, we're going to do a call to action right now. If you want to contact us, you want to write to us, say, hey, you guys are doing a great job, or hey, you guys suck. That's fine. We'll take it all. So if you want to email <laughs> by take it all, I Pause mean, that, man. we'll take all the uh, message I, traffic that yes. comes in our direction. We'll <sighs> just keep going. You know, we're talking about just, military, so I think right. the Navy is just, it's still in there. You know, it's, it's well, wait, <laughs> this is, this is not going the yeah. way I plan. Okay. I'm just going to do it. Okay. Look, if you want to contact us, you can email us at willboyspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us or subscribe to us on social media, you can go to Facebook, Google, you can go to YouTube and you can go to Instagram all under the name, the will boys, T H E W Y L L B O Y S. Also, if you want to listen to our podcast on a regular basis, if you'd like to subscribe to us, so you know exactly when we update each and every one of our episodes, past, present and future, you can subscribe to us on Spreaker.com or you can simply go to iTunes. Have we, are we on Twitter yet? I, I just said we were on Twitter. I didn't hear you say twi Twitter. See, you don't listen. That's do. the problem with you no, army no. folk. I don't listen well sometimes. <laughs> well, I heard things going on. I just didn't. I was wasn't paying attention. No, um, I don't know how to. Tw I don't know how to do Twitter. I really automate it. I don't go on there that at, at all. Really. Yeah, I don't. Know I'm that. not sure how Twitter. What Twitter really is. I remember. Uh, do you remember when you made the switch over to Facebook? Yeah, that was weird. I was in uh, Iraq when I did it because I was going from MySpace to Facebook because my wife was like, oh, I'm on Facebook now. I was like, what the, what's, what's a Facebook? <laughs> where, where do I put the music? <laughs> like, they don't have music. Well, why, am I, why would I go from MySpace to Facebook? How do you uh, pimp your page on Facebook? Yeah, where's the glitter? Right. Where's the, where's the images? Right. Yeah. Boy, that was a phase. How do you pick your top eight? <laughs> <laughs> There's no top eight. Where's Tom? Facebook is stupid. Yeah. Or isn't Tom on Facebook now? He is. Uh, MySpace does have a, a Facebook page if you that's, want to check that out. That's awesome. That's irony. Um, All right. We're going to go ahead and jump right into the stories. Uh, again, uh, Chief was in the Army for six years. And old Mixhead here was in the, uh, the Navy, real man's military, for 13 long, hard, treacherous years. Sounds like there's like a lot of moisture going on in the Navy. W well... Well, it's on this in the ocean. There you go. So I'm right. All right. <laughs> I don't know. You know, you say you, whenever you look in the, you think about the army, you just see dirt. And I think about the navy. I just think about being wet all the time. Well, not not really. I mean, sometimes the winds pick up. If you go topside, you go on the weather decks, you you do get a little sea spray, but it stings the eyes. It really does. I bet. 
<laughs> you know these uh sexual innuendos you keep tossing these this way is uh that wasn't even i wasn't even talking about old, that when you man. were talking about that i was thinking about the sand in iraq you know how that stings your eyes man, you little wimp all right so <laughs> the first story i want to tell uh I was a member of the VBSS team, which is the Visit Board Search and Seizure Team. Basically, what we do is we're the task force on the ship of uh, certain certain uh, sailors on the ship. We were part of this extracurricular activity where in the event we're out in the ocean and we come across some type of boat, ship, whatever, however you want to define it as, a go fast, how, as what we called them. And we, if we uh, didn't know who they were or they were under suspicion or whatever, if they wanted us to go on the ship and search it, that's what we would do. I was part of that team. Right, right. And uh, I remember the training. Y'all are like the ocean SWAT team. Uh, Yeah, in a way. I mean, the Coast Guard, they actually have a full uh, job for that. Right. For us, this was our collateral. You know, this is something we volunteered to do on the side. And we had to get permission to do it. So, you know, if our chain of command was like, oh, no, it'll take you too much away from your, your actual job, then we couldn't do it. But so why would, <clears throat> so why would y'all do that if the, if the Coast Guard does that? Well, the Coast Guard wasn't always with us, mm. you know, so um, action. But on the first deployment, the first actual uh, boarding we had to do, which is what I was about to talk about, we were on deployment. And at that time, we were stationed in San Diego and we did a, 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 a South Pack, which is South Pacific Ocean, basically off the northwest border of South America, basically. So, you know, Panama, uh, Colombia, all those, you know, right. drug pushing routes you know, right, sea right, lanes. Right, right. So we had a legal detachment from the Coast Guard and that pissed us off. Because they were the ones that were going to be in charge of doing all that stuff. You know right. what I mean? So we were like, well, why are we here then? Like, why do we go through all that training, all the drilling, all the, you know, we had to get graded on this, graded on that. It had to be specific. We had to, we train, we train, train, train. And then it's come time to actually do it. Mm. Here comes the Coast Guard. And they, that's their actual job. Like, right. that's the only purpose they have in the military. So, do they out, like, I don't know if it's like a... They oh, they were badass. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> they were, they outclassed us. No, I mean, do they have the, the, the authority or the right to do it, um, rank, basically? Over they, us? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, they were there for that purpose. They right. were the number one go-to. So, it's basically like, in case they weren't there, that's when you would... Right, right. Okay. We would have to have a... a you know, if, if we were out in the ocean and something just happened to happen. And they weren't there, you would have and to. Yeah, basically. Gotcha. So I remember the first time I went on another vessel mm. to, uh, that was suspicious. Actual vessel? Vessel or An like actual, training? No, real life. All right. And uh, again, the lead that was there, the legal detachment from the Coast Guard was there. And they were the ones actually searching the ship. Right. So I think I got woken up at like two in the morning mm. by uh, Chief Morgan. No, well, well, Chief Morgan, he's a cool guy. I'll try to get him on the show. Uh, and he comes and wakes me up and says, hey, Will. Says, oh, what, what? What's going on, Chief? What's going on? Hey, uh, they, I just got word from uh, Lieutenant so-and-so. We, we got a ship that we need an interdict, interdiction. And uh, we're going to go. We need to send some guys over there for, uh, for backup security. Oh, Okay. Dang it. Let me know how it turns out. Yeah. Man. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let me know how that goes. I'm going to go back to sleep now. No, no, no. I was, I was pretty, I was pretty, uh, excited. Yeah. Well, not excited. You know, it was, it was one of those like, okay, 
Here it is. This is it. All the training. This is what we train for, people. <laughs> this is what we train for. So I get out of my rack, get right. dressed. I go up to the to the office where we keep all of our gear, and I'm suiting up, and and nerves of just, just it's just you know right. nerves are just piling up. You know, it's right. mixed with a mixture of adrenaline and kind of concern. Like, I, do I? It's just you know I don't know how this is gonna turn out. Right. So uh, we get our team situated. We get all our gear on. There's about four or five of us, and uh, they, we, you know, we go out to the boat deck, and they, they, they lower down the the ladder into the to the boat that's already in the water. Right. How big is it? How big is the other boat? Uh, I don't remember. It, it was a good probably twenty five thirty footer. Okay. Uh, it wasn't like another ship. Right. You know, it was just it was another fishing truck. And y'all y'all had to get onto a boat to go to that boat. Yeah, it was called it's called a rib, rigid hull okay. inflatable boat. Right. I think those are twenty feet. That's an ESWAS question. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Okay. But they're about twenty feet and it's a single engine uh, you know. Anyway, so we get on the we, we climb down the ladder off the side of the ship, we hop into the into the rib mm. and the rib takes us over there. Now we got radios, we're in contact with with our people, right. our, our team on the ship. And I'm just like nerves, man. Like this is this mid middle of the night, stars yes. shining, super dark. Can't see the water. Don't even know if sharks are down. Don't there. even know there could be a whale right next to us. You know there could be right. anything. Right, we couldn't see it. All we can see was the lights from the from the ship we're about to go to, and, our, and the lights off of our ship and the stars. Oh, That's I love, really. I love that moment. Was that that moment right when things could go either way? <laughs> you love that moment but like only like when you're ready now when you're ready for it you're, you, you you can never some things you can never get ready for but you can be as ready as you can be if that makes any sense like y'all have trained yeah it was either you know you, you, you got know, all your you equipment go. it wasn't yeah. like y'all were ambushed or nothing like yeah. you're planning it you see it okay let's get ready yeah and then right at that moment when it's about to go down you're like all right yeah then you start playing that war music that they play on every Vietnam. Yeah. And you start heading out, man. That's what it's all about. Man. I heard that chopper. Mission. I heard uh, chopper sounds in the oh, distance. Man. You'd be surprised, like when you when you oh, we'll talk about the Humvee stuff later. But go but go ahead, man. All right, so we're heading over to this uh to this vessel. You know, and and I think they were Colombians, or they could have been Colombian or Panamanian. I don't really remember. Right. So we get over there, and the lead, the legal detachment from the Coast Guard was has already you know got on the ship. the The crew of that ship has already is already sitting on the rails on the side, right? And we get on, and I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, you can't you can't show no fear. You you gotta you gotta set the tone. You know, you mm -hmm. gotta look mad dog, get your war face yeah. on and just stare at him. Right. Let him know you ain't effing around. Right. So <laughs> you have a war face, man? <laughs> I do. You have a calm war face? A well, I have a stare. I have a thousand I have that thousand mile stare. I had I had that on lot. And I don't know if that's considered a war face. Right. But I have a I don't know what you plan on doing, <laughs> but I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> you so know, I have, I have that face. I got that on, you know, I got right. that locked down. So here we are. The ship is like 50 yards away. Do you have glasses on? Uh, Like my reading glasses? Yeah. No, no, no. I didn't have glasses back then. Oh, okay. I was still. So you're, so you're half blind going into the situation. <laughs> no, no, I could see. Well, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> it was not in HD basically. Right. So well, you can still see. 
I, I, I saw, I, I had an idea what was going on. Right, right. Yeah, I saw right. there's something in the distance. <laughs> yeah. We were heading right for it. All you gotta do is just be able to tell them from us. And, right, right. I can definitely do that. That's all, that's all I matter. I had some crust in my eyes still, but it was all right. <laughs> so I'm, so I'm, I'm, we're, you know, it's 50 yards away, 40 yards away, 30 yards away, 20 yards away, 10 uh, yards away. And here we are. We pull up right next to it. The driver, the, the driver of the boat pulls up right next to it. And we have to like jump off of our boat, right. get onto the other boat. And it wasn't more than like a, three foot difference so we we climb on and immediately we're just like where they at <laughs> like like we're badasses or something right. so they weren't even out there they were like what underneath or something or? no they were there i mean they were on the other side like I, we, we we didn't see them that they were over there because you know we just so, 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 i didn't see them so when y'all were pulling up did y'all have lights on them were you yeah, y'all yeah. doing like a no the crew thing? the crew was already accounted for like they were pushed off to the side we were there to provide backup security so they can do their business. No, what I'm saying is when you got, when you pulled up to that ship, right? Where did you already have your guys already, some of your guys were already there? Or were y'all the first ones to make I contact? Think, I think we were, no, no, the legal detachment was already there. Okay. They they were the ones that did that the initial contact and insertion, okay, whatever. Right. You know, right. And they said, hey, we're so and so, you know, get your crew, go to the, the open deck down there right. and. I need a roster. I need all this information. Mm. I need it now. So they they did. They took care of all that. So the crew was all accounted for, and they were on the on the deck, right? So when we get there, they're already they're sitting to the side, you know, letting the Coast Guard do their thing, and we show up to provide that security. So as soon as we get on, we're like, "Where are you at? Where are you at?" He's like, "Dude, calm down. Right. <laughs> like, just stand there. Make sure they don't do anything crazy, right. so we can go take care of this stuff." So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I can do that. Right. Let them jump. I want them to jump. Now, deep in my heart of hearts, I was begging that this went smoothly. <laughs> Were like, you? Don't, don't, let this, don't let that happen. Come on, man. I don't want to everybody, shoot nobody. Everybody just keep, keep it cool, man. We were loaded up. Like, we had, yeah, 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 we yeah. had nine, we had our nine mil Berettas on our legs. Right. I think, I'm not sure we had M16s. Um, we might have because that was our, that's our general loadout, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had our I thought you had MP5s or something like that. I no, we, I had M- we had M4s. Uh, M fours, yeah, uh, yeah. It was M 4s It wasn't M sixteen. It was M fours. The the shorter uh, right. barrel, um, assault weapon. We had our assault weapons. Your, com- your combat assault weapons. Yeah, and uh, I don't. I, but I I can't remember if we had our M fours or not. We might have just had our our, our M nines, service pistols. Right. You can't. You can't. No, I would. You can ma- still kill someone with an M nine. <laughs> yeah, I know, but like it just doesn't seem right to be doing boat swat <laughs> you show up with a pistol like i would imagine well no no it's, it's like to to say was swat would be like the initial approach that's right. already got taken care of it's like we're the police showing up to support the swat you know what i mean right so you're more SWAT. The situation <laughs> the situation was already under control right so we just had to ensure it stayed that way right by because if they went their thing, y'all, y'all were doing uh what's it called uh Backup. Yeah, I mean, you know, or standing security on force, them. force by numbers or something like that. Yeah, something. So, dude, I'm telling you, man, I got on there and I, st- I, I wanted show a force. There you go. So I wanted to get some type of like visual uh, communication with these people. Right. So the first thing I did uh, once the 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 head guy of the Coast Guard people told us, all right, so here we are, you know, we, we, we the crew's all accounted for. Need you guys to stand, stand guard on them. We're going to go do a sweep, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. Check this, check this, check that. 
So as soon as they went away, I think it was like me and two other guys, two or three other guys. Or I, mean, I don't know. I remember. It was like it was more. It was more than just me, basically. Right. I wanted to get some type of visual communication with the the crew, you know, me me playing the you know the badass. So as soon as you know we 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 turn around and we're facing these guys, I stare one right in the eyes, right. and he's not looking at me. You just try. To, what are you thinking in your head? Like, look at me. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, look at me. Look, look, look uh, eyes, eyes up, eyes up. Look at me. Let him know. Let him know. <laughs> so he's just sit. He's just sitting there looking. Is that part like, of your training, or is that something you picked up on your own? Actually, when when we did our training, uh, we sure. went through we went through uh, non-compliant boarding training in Hawaii, and I was. This is a. I got qualified for the team while we're stationed in Japan, right. but then we moved over to San Diego, and then we went on deployment. Um, so when I went through the training. They were ex SWAT, ex you know, right, right. not SWAT, but you know, Navy, yeah. you know, SEALs. SEALs yeah, right. they were they were the real deal, mm. you know. And they were training us how to do stuff like that, entering rooms, clearing rooms, how to move smoothly and uh, f- slow as smooth and smooth as fast right, type right, stuff. Right, you know right, what right. I mean? Uh, so when we went during the training, there's part where we had tangos or we had bad guys right. and we had to cuff them and put them up and everything like that and they, they were they were like for real they right. didn't say okay you're not you're not going to put your hand on me and say take down right which is what we had to do eventually in training which right. I absolutely so, hated right we had to simulate taking no we had to literally yeah. face to their chest wrap them right. sweep their leg and take them to the deck and handcuff them for real right so when i had one of the instructors in handcuffs we sat them up and he just stared at me. So I stared back. Yeah. And he didn't turn away. So I didn't turn away. Right. I'm like, I think he's testing me. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at? Like, I, I want to look away, but I can't. You know what I mean? Like I had to see if I could. First, I had to see if I could stare somebody in the eye for that long. And I could, you know. So Without breaking. Without breaking. Yeah, right? Without breaking, yeah. Without doing that little, you know, eye glance to the left real quick. Yeah. You're like, what is he looking at? You know, yeah. I, I had to get that you know whatever if the, i don't want to say it was a fear but that concern of somebody staring at you in the eye so i right. I, I pass that so when i'm on this ship in the ocean this real life real world event um i'm just i'm like i want them to stare me in the eye i just want to see you yeah. know what i mean in real life in real life you know and he didn't for right. a while so i kept staring at him <laughs> i'm like dude look at me and he finally he like looks up at us and he, he sees that I'm looking dead at him. Right. And he just keeps turning his head. Yeah. I felt so disrespected. <laughs> I'm like, this is not Check as... your privilege, bro. Yeah, like, this is not as cl- climactic as... He's like, you know how much time I train to stare <laughs> people in the face? <laughs> and you're not even going to look at me? I should push you over the side right now. <laughs> I should shoot one of you to get the, get my blood going, because I'm starting to die down a little bit, you know? Oh, that's hilarious. Nah, it was... Uh, that experience was interesting, because... The just the buildup to do it was right. so intense, right? Because I never, you know, in real world, I never did that before, right? But uh, it turned out, you know, they were legit. I guess they didn't find, or if they did have anything, they hit it pretty, pretty damn good. So uh, we didn't find anything on them. Yeah. Uh, there was another ship a couple weeks or months later that we were chasing. Right. It was a good fifteen. It was a fifteen footer. Right. And uh, we we had we sent the helo after them. Yeah. Had it on camera. We're watching it on the screen in, in the uh, command uh, information center, right. where the captain sits and stuff for the tacticals. And everything. we had they had it on the screen, and it was like a John Woo movie, Li- live or after live? The fact? No, live. Okay, because you know, we had the live feed from the helicopter. Right. And I was like, "Is that 
is that happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> like Quentin Tarantino and Desperado. Right. Is that going on right now? <laughs> and uh, they were throwing stuff over the side. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we could see them. And then the Hilo let off warning shots with their uh, 50, 50 cal. Right, right, right. They finally stopped. Um, we had them for about three days. Yeah. We couldn't get any direction on from Washington or anybody. So no one told you what to do with them? No, like I, for for what I know, for what I was told, and I, I was small on the scale of right. important people that need to know things. <laughs> right. Uh, so they basically, we we captured them, we arrested them, mm. we sent them through biometrics and got the fingerprints and took pictures and yeah, height you, you and weight, tagged them, right? Tagged them basically, right. and they slept on the floor on these thin mats for like three days. Mm-hmm. At the very end of it, oh, also sorry, what happened to the boat? Exactly. Okay, I was about to say that. Uh, we they, we took their boat, searched it, didn't find anything. We 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 had to rig their boat to the back of our ship, and we we only went like five knots at a time mm. for like three days straight. We they finally got permission to sink the, their their ship, so they're like, okay, let's get some gun qualifications going on. <laughs> so they put the ship out a good hundred, two hundred yards, and we were just shooting at it. It wouldn't sink. Did you did you shoot at it? Yeah. Did 50 you, cal, 240. Did, did you hit it? Probably. I don't know. Oh. I doubt it. But yeah, the 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 helo pilots were were shooting their 50 cal sniper rifle. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pow. Like that was that was a pretty powerful weapon. Was it the uh, Barrett? I don't know. I didn't ask him. Okay. But that did sink it. Like it was just sitting there. Right. Then they set it on fire. Still didn't sink. Yeah. So eventually they had to flip it upside down and drag it so it would sink to you know. Let that water get into that air pocket and right. it eventually sank. So they went from uh, captures, captured whatevers to homeless. No, yeah. <laughs> no, they, because we Boatless. finally got word back that they're no longer to be considered captured people. They were, they're survivors. They're, they're uh, rescue survivors. <laughs> Should you be telling this story? Hey. But yeah, their boat sank. Basically, that's and they were un they were unchained, not chained, but they were unhandcuffed. They were free to be in a certain area. They can eat oh, and all that crazy. stuff. Dude, I was pissed because we had to stay and watch on them twenty four seven. Right. You know, we were eight hour, like five or six hour shifts. Yeah. For like three days straight, and on top of that, we had to work. So oh, I'm right. like, man, this is like, what are we gonna do with these people? Right. Funny thing is, when we were getting them from their boat because they had to stay on the boat until we got word to bring them on. Uh, mm-hmm. We were out there standing guard on them. And some ship just pulls up on us. Like, they just start circling us. It was a good, like, maybe 40 yards out. Right. We're like, who are these people? So that's the Panamanian uh, patrol. Right. Like, oh, okay. And the guy's with, uh, he speaks uh, he speaks Spanish really well. Uh, I forgot what nationality or, what, or uh, race or whatever. I think it was like Puerto Rican or Cuban or something. Right. So that boat pulls a pretty real close and they, and they start talking, you know, it didn't seem like it was hostile. They were just having a conversation. Right. So they pull off and the guy and my, my, my friend tells me, man, these guys are lucky. We found them first. I was like, what are you talking about? So I was talking to him and they, they were asking us what we were going to do with them. And I, and I told them, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, that's not our decision. Probably going to, you know, get the, you talking about the guys you had, the 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 bag the people that owned the boat that we took over. Okay, right, right, right. So what are you gonna do with those guys? And I was like, I don't know, you know, this is it's not our decision. It's we're waiting for word what to do. Yeah. And he told my friend the 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 the, the, the patrol guys told my friend 
that if they would have caught the, the, the people on the boat first, they would have shot them and threw them over the side. Wow. <laughs> Panamanian guys? I think they're either Panamanian or Colombian. Oh, yeah. Colombian. Yeah, like they they don't mess around out there. Yeah. Well, they, you know they, I mean? yeah. It was uh, very interesting. Well, they have a different history of uh, than yeah. we do as far as like drugs and drug trafficking. Yeah. Like America on site. is very- We have to be hu- humane. That's what it was. Yeah, we're very watered down with with the drug trafficking in America. Right. Um, it is there. It is it is a major thing. It is a, a, a huge, uh, you know, f- famine or whatever you want to say in America. But like in Colombia and like other countries like that- where it got Escobar. Have you seen Narcos? No. Nah. I know like people that probably really know the stories are probably looking at Narcos like that's not even nowhere near where it was really going. <laughs> you know, but you know, they have a whole different type of culture. Like even if you just go to Mexico, man, the Mex- the cartels and, and you know right. the drug running people in, in the waters and all that type of stuff. Like they don't put they don't mess around because, no, they just shoot them because the police it. there get killed. The police get ambushed there. The police get, you know, uh you know captured and tortured all types of stuff right you know so yeah that was my story of uh, my first vbss boarding so how many of those did you do uh i don't remember um lost count yeah <laughs> lost count after the 20th one yeah body so, that so, is so 22 <laughs> so 21 does that count yeah yeah no no i did, I did a couple um nothing too crazy but did you have the same feeling for everyone no after the first one i got kind of went away well no i i still approached it with caution and no. i still i still kept my wits about me right but, but i didn't have that burst of curiosity and and anxiety and, and right, 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 right. fear you know quote unquote but uh, I, I i was done with that after the first one yeah i kind of um i Pop feel, my cherry on that one <laughs> no i feel you on that man um we have in uh, in the army, we have something called QRF, which means Quick Response Force, and they're basically uh, like if some guys are out on mission, something happens, you call it to the, you call up to the, uh, what, what's it called, the command center, whatever it's called, um, and you tell them, hey, we're in trouble, you know, whatever, send help. So then there's guys sitting there waiting for anything. They're just kind of just sitting around a table, like ready to go with all the gear, you know, closer. Yeah, so um, you call them the quick and the QR if they go out there and they assist you. If there's any casualties, if they're fighting somebody, then they come out there and fight with you or whatever. But um, sometimes we didn't have QRF. It just depended on where we were at. Like it was just there'd be sometimes I remember our gunnery sergeant running there and be like, "Hey, we got you know ID went off. You got to come. Let's go." You know, so we'll run out there and hop in and kind of go out there. But every single time, like even if it wasn't like super like crazy sounding, you know, I guess more stuff sounds crazier than other stuff. Like, hey, a bomb went off. We have there's a casualty or hey, there and there's an ambush or hey, there's whatever, you know, and some stuff's like, hey, uh, we got to go talk to this guy. Uh Whatever. But, you know, you you still kind of get that feeling like. Anything can happen. Yeah, like, and, and the thing too about being on land, and I'm sure there's, I'm sure y'all have to deal with mines and stuff. I guess if y'all got into war with like a country, I'm sure we would. But I don't, I don't know if there's like a lot <laughs> Never of. Never had to deal with that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, nothing really prepares you for like worrying about bombs. 
You know, yeah. like gunfire is one thing. You can kind of pretend in your mind you can dodge it. <laughs> I'm Neo. <laughs> you know, everybody pretends in their mind, like, I'm going to get in a gunfight. I'm just going to hide behind this wall. and That'll protect me. And then when they go to reload, I'm going to move. <laughs> it never works like that, man. He's reloading. Exactly. Go, go, go. Yeah. So, you never, it doesn't go like that. But you kind of always get that feeling, and, you know, when you have to deal with roadside bombs or IEDs or suicide bombers and yeah. stuff like that. But it's when you start getting, like, used to it is when stuff goes crazy because you're not really paying – like, people aren't paying attention or whatever. And I was I was pretty good at, like, staying in the zone because I, I, I really had forced myself into a place of extreme paranoia slash focus slash – Hypersensitive. Hypersensitivity and, and yeah. everything that came along with it. Like, I really, like – lived in the pocket with that stuff you know see i can't i couldn't even do that i drive myself crazy yeah i did <laughs> thanks <laughs> and that, and that's what happened <laughs> have you seen post <laughs> but uh you know here's a story for you man uh i mean it kind of just it's all it kind of goes hand in hand with what we we're already talking about but uh when you were talking about you know that feeling of you know having to go out there to a uh you know something's out there and they come wake you up and tell you to go out there well, there was this time, there's a lot of these times when we were in uh, California training to go to Iraq when we had to do uh, a lot of Humvee stuff. And there was like a lot of mountainous terrain there, like a lot of hills and stuff we had to traverse and drive up and down. And I had a gunner, his name was Harder, and uh, he was super dope, man. Like, I don't know, he was just one of those dudes. He's from Michigan, uh, you know, like he was one of those dudes that when our maps we couldn't tell where we were. He would just stop the truck and get out and look around <laughs> and look up at the stars and be like, navigating by the stars. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. He'd be like, we need Celestial to go. Celestial navigation. Yeah. We need to go this way. I'd be like, all right, let's go. And Sounds like a Navy man. If you ask me, he'd do, he'd fare well on the mighty seas. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, man. Maybe, maybe <laughs> me and him both were just in the wrong, <laughs> the wrong situation. But, uh, I said, because we, we went to Iraq, man, there'd be times where they would, you know, call us and be like, there's an IED. You know, someone's setting up an IED right now. We have to get there. And we had like all the streets halfway memorized, you know, just like, you know, you live anywhere for a year. You're going to start memorizing routes and different ways to go. Right. And this is and so we're hauling, just going down this road, looking for somebody planting an IED. And we're going to light them up as soon as we get there. Like when we were front vehicle, like that was our thing was we were the front vehicle. And uh, no side, real quick side note, man. Our we were the front vehicle, but we had the worst vehicle, and huh. I think they did that on purpose. Now that I'm thinking about it, so if y'all blow up, it's <clears> already right. the worst vehicle. We didn't have any real. Our comms always were going down. <laughs> uh, our truck used to stop mid mission, like we'd yeah. be out in a village, and then it would completely die, and we'd have to hook up like these huge, huge, huge Humvee toke like um, jumper cables. Why don't you just call AAA? Well, I, I, you know, <laughs> they don't go out that far. <laughs> well, they they spell their A's different uh, in Iraq. Yeah, <laughs> There's like two right. dots on the top or got something. It, and got it's, it, got it. Very confusing. Yeah, yeah, confusing stuff, man. Better just handle it yourself. Basically, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So uh, we'd be out there riding around, man, trying to chase down whoever is supposed to be planting this IED or whatever. We get down there, and that in that particular case, nothing was really there. But when you were talking about that feeling. Yep. That's one of the feelings I had. That was like one of the, I'm not even going to say that was one of the first times because 
you you get that feeling every time you do something and then after a while the excitement of it goes away you know what i'm saying like if you do it enough yeah it's ex- becoming complacent right? not even it's not even like a complacent feeling you're immune to that rush it's not fun it should it never no. be fun. <laughs> I would have no, 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 no. Okay, so think, so look, so like when you when you first was going out there and you was curious, right? There's a there's a that's a, that's a, that's a part of a fun feeling almost. It, there's the danger that's there. It was interesting. There's, there's the worry. There's the interest. But it was compelling, right? I'm you know what's this is experience. You know, yeah. it could be dangerous, but it could be great, or it could be you know, it could be something big. You know, but after a while, that goes away. You know what I'm saying? And then you want it to not be anything every time. If you're smart. Yeah. There there are some dudes out there chasing purple hearts. You know. Man, I'm telling you, when when because we had some time from the time I woke up to the time we actually went out there. We had a good hour and a half. So when when I was in the office sitting there waiting, I got on the computer and wrote an email to mom. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I wasn't I didn't tell her what was going on. Right. And I didn't tell her what was happening, but I just like, mom, I just, just want to let you know, uh, you know, thanks for everything. <laughs> oh, you gave her your, your, your last, just in case, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, is that yeah, my yeah, little yeah, insurance? Yeah. Like, you know, and then I had uh, to be careful doing that. Cause it was like getting too much. Well, I, 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 you know, and, and at the time I was engaged to my now wife and I had, uh, my ring. I put my. I took my ring off and I put it in my rack and I had a little note attached to it. Oh. I was like, in the event, <laughs> one of those things, right? Because you know, like I said, man, at the time I was like, I never did this before, and and this is not training. Anything right. could happen out here. Right. right now, right. Thank, thankfully, nothing did happen, and right. it was it was more of a anticipation and no no. But you know what? That that stuff right there drives people crazy too. Anticipation. The fear of something may happen. Well, I mean, you, it's not even you have a, to kind of be, you know, you have to acknowledge that, at, you know, be, otherwise you're just being careless. You know what I mean? Right. But some people know how to, like, I'm not going to say turn it off, but some people know how to deal with it better than other people. Right. Like some people would be like, for some people, as soon as the threat's over or the supposed threat is over, that, that experiment, no, that experience is over for them. So it's like, oh, it's over. They've, okay, cool. It's not there anymore. They just go on with their life. Right. For other people, it sticks with them. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, yeah. So what? So what they do? Like people, like like for me, for instance, like when I get into a fight with somebody, physical, verbal, anything, it rings in my in my head for days. Especially the the worse it is, it stays in my head for days. Like I'm trying to process it for days. Like the the voices I've heard of, of what people were saying, the visuals I saw. The thoughts I had at the time, the thoughts I'm having now about it, you know what I'm saying? Because I, for some some things, you know, especially super traumatic things, if you don't have a way of processing it, then it it never gets filed. You ever seen those videos of a or, or like pictures or movies and TV shows of people who have like major a whole bunch of just files and on their desk when all the filing cabinets are full? Yeah, it's like that. It's like if you don't have anywhere to put it, that stuff starts stacking up around you. Right. Next thing you know, it's overtaking. It's your overtaking whole, your whole every, everything. Right. You know. All right. Well, let me ask you this. I got another story. Uh, let me ask you this first. Have you ever had a moment with a higher ranking, rather be enlisted or officer, and uh, they did the whole uh, tucking in their collar moment? What, acting like they wanted to uh, take their rank off and get yeah. down? Well, like, 
you know, you, you say, no, no, you're a, you're a this, you're a, you're an officer. I'm not going to do this. I, I know how this works. And they say, nah, screw that. And they tuck in the collar. You ever had that moment? With me? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 my brother. No, 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 no. Well, the reason why. There are dudes. I, I know those. I know what you're talking about. It's yeah. they. No, I'm not saying necessarily they're. They're trying to uh, start something like a physical altercation. Right. But they're trying to give you the opportunity. Right. So they're, they're basically coming down to your level, apparently. Well, supposedly. I, I consider coming up to my level. <laughs> because if they're going to hide behind that little butter bar on their collar, right. then we get something to talk about. Right. No. So what one time. Uh, this is when I was stationed in Great Lakes, and the guy I'm about to talk about, like we we were we were cool for a long time. Then he got put in charge. Right. I was in E5, he was in E6, and he was a cool dude. You know, I had, I had no problem with him, but he got put in a leadership position. Right. And his methods were completely idiotic. Right. You know, and he he, and this was not like a fast paced heavy load work environment we were in. We just showed up, did a job, very simple job, right. the easiest job I've ever done in the Navy. Right. And, you know, it was simple. It was clockwork. One, two, three. Just do this, do that, do this, do that. And it was do the same thing every single day, five times a day. Right. right? But for some reason, he just made it difficult. Like he was, he just wanted it to be difficult. And thinking back when I was, you know, me leaving as an E6, I know it probably didn't come from him. Mm. It came from the E7. Some of the higher officers up. and the warrant officers. And right. Things. So, but at the time it didn't matter, you know, you know, we were working 12 hour shifts mm. for about two or three months straight. Right. And I, you know, had the baby at home. So I was getting like maybe two, three, maybe four hours of sleep at night on, on good nights. If you're lucky. If I'm lucky. Right. Right. And that doesn't count waking up once or twice throughout the night. So I'm at work and I have, I have watched the next morning. Now I have the, I think it was the. 10 to 7, 10 to 6 or 11 to, 11 to 7. Mm. They're eight hour watches. So generally when you have the the rev watch, basically is what we called it, the, the rev watch. Did you tell me 11 to 7 and 11 at night? Yeah, uh, it was a 23 to 07. Right, okay. So eight hours. So normally when you have that watch, they let you go home early mm. so you can sleep and be able to stand your watch. Right. Well, it was coming, it was about 11, there was like 1200 zero, or 1300 and I was like, hey, I got the next. I got this watch. Can I go home? Uh, let me go check. I'm like, you go check. Like, <laughs> everybody knows that, that that's what's going on here. Right, right. So he leaves and he comes back. Nah, man, can't nobody go home until we get this place cleaned up. I'm like, all right, well, let's start cleaning. Right. About an hour passes by. Not right. one word of cleaning has, right. has happened. So I'm like, dude, what are we doing? I'm like, I need to go home. Like, I, I got watched tonight. I got a whole eight hour shift I got to pull tonight. Now, granted, staying watch at this place was not hard. <laughs> like, we literally just answer phones. And yeah, but staying, staying awake staying overnight awake is the roughest you, part. After you've been up all day. Right. So I'm like, you know, what are we doing? Are we, are we cleaning? You haven't said anything about cleaning. Right. So nothing's going on. You know what I mean? And he's not the LPO or the, the, the leader of our division or whatever. You know, he's just like the, you know, shift supervisor or whatever they wanted to call him. Right. So... I'm getting pissed off at this point and everything's like stacking up every, all his stuff he said before the stupid things he'd come up with. And I'm like, dude, this, you need to make it, you need to do something right now because I'm you listening to that little devil on your shoulder. Yeah, like, yeah. Who was he think he is? Remember that one time he said <laughs> yeah, that one yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, why are we? Cause you know, it was just, just pissing me off. Mm. So 
we had he they call this this staff meeting so we all go into this meeting room and i'm just sitting there quiet because i'm i'm fuming at this point and at some point when when and we're in there for like 35 minutes talk about absolutely nothing important so as soon as it's over i get up and i start walking out now apparently i didn't know this at the time but he was calling for hey will will and i didn't hear him right i'm like in my own head at that point right fuming so i go i I leave the room i go over to the office and i'm kind of just standing there and he goes hey will i was calling you why are you walking away from me so i hear you call me so i was calling you i said well i didn't hear you (laughs) you know i'm a little e5 right e6 like that i'm not you know i'm saying a little e5 but i was the e5 he was e6 i lose right right so he says come on i need to talk to you i said nah i'm good (laughs) (laughs) i'm like nah no, no, no. That's yeah, not going to happen. That's that's not going to happen right now. He said, I don't know. He said, no, no. We're going to go talk right now. I said, look, if you and me are going to go talk, you need to bring somebody with you. And he was like, what, that? what do you mean? I said, I'm not talking to you alone because yeah. if something happens, I need somebody else to be there. Yeah. So he says, all right, fine. So he gets another E6. Right. And he, you know, like, like I said, he was not a bad dude. And the E6 he brought with him was a cool dude. I think he's a chief now or E7 now. Um, and so we go out there and, and the other guy, he doesn't know what's going on. He's like, whoa, whoa what are we doing? <laughs> Wait, why am I here? So I'm like, I'm just standing there. Like I'm, I'm getting agitated. Are you giving him the thousand, the thousand yards there? No, I don't even look at him. Right. I'm just like, this is what, what, what do you want? You know? Right. So he's like, what's your problem with me? I'm like, you know what? Nah. <laughs> not doing it. Not doing it. Not nah. today, ISIS. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> not today, Satan. Nah, not today. I'm like, nah, this ain't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not falling into that trap. Yeah. This is a professional conversation only today. Yeah. I was like, look, um, I'm, you're an E6. Yeah. I'm an E5. I know how that works. Right. If I say something to you, you can use it against me and I'll be E4 by tomorrow. Right. He said, nah, screw that. I'm not, no, don't, 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 don't say, so don't talk to me like I'm an E6. Talk to me like I'm me and you're you. Once he said that, yeah. I, I knew it, that doesn't work in a, in a, it doesn't hold up like yeah. you said you screw it you know yeah. I mean? yeah but you knew better yeah exactly but at that moment right he said screw that disregard all that stuff what's your problem with me and i was like okay you are by far the dumbest effing person I've ever worked for. Did you say effing? Not, well, I said, I, I don't want to say it. Right. right. I was, I'm just trying to see where you was at. No, I, I literally said it to his face. Right. And I'm not proud. I mean, I'm, you know, I was pissed. And I was mad. Yeah. Um, so I was like, you're the dumbest effing person I've ever worked for my entire time in the Navy. Right. And he said, what do you mean? I said, everything you say is stupid. Every idea you've come up with, every plan you've ever told us to do, everything, every job you made us do was stupid <laughs> there are people here that suggest things to you that make the job uh faster and way more efficient right. and you refuse to to listen to anybody right so yeah, because you're stupid <laughs> now again like after you know time passed and we we were cool again so i'm not i don't have anything against them right but dude have you ever i know you, you probably have, have you ever been so angry your hand you're like so ready your hands start shaking. No, my hands—they my hands start doing. They start swelling. 
Well, I don't know if they were swelling. My whole body was like ready. <clears throat> they like they start filling with uh, fluids, like so I can, I can punch something. <laughs> and then like afterwards, if I don't hit things, they hurt. <laughs> we did all the swelling up for nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's like they have no. It's like you know, like uh, it's like if you take a Viagra and it doesn't go down after four hours, <laughs> you got to seek help so they can drain it. Like that's how my hands feel. I'm like, yeah. oh, my hands are. Like, nah, man, I was I was physically like. Anxiety level was up there, you yeah. know what I mean. And I, 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 rare, rare times I've ever felt that much animosity towards uh, another person. You know what I mean. Wow. And uh, eventually, uh, somebody in the office must have told our LPO, mm. um, another E six, what was going on right. in our area. So he comes out. I say, hey, what, the, what the hell's going on out here? I'm like, I was like, look, I have this watch. This stupid mother, you know what? Yeah. He's not letting me go home because he wants us to clean. Not one word about cleaning, yada, yada, yada. Right. Listen, I'm just going off. He says, wait, you got the the Rev watch? I was like, yeah. Why are you here? <laughs> and I, I looked over at him and I just like, you know, that yeah. moment of either it's either now or you're not going to do it. Right, right. So right. I just, so I, I didn't do it. I might be a little. No, you did right. No, I mean, yeah, officially I did the right thing. Yeah, officially, no, because, you know, it puts your family at risk. Because the, exactly. the thing is, when you're in the military or when you're in football or you're in any of these organizations that require being around a lot of people and there's a lot of high stress and stuff like that, you get caught up in it. Yeah. You get caught up in the moments. You get caught up in the... Uh, the human side comes comes up again. Yeah. The admin, and then there's so much human element to it. Yeah. And masked with this military professionalism at the end of the day we're just people we're just yeah. humans that are just doing trying yeah. to do as a job as, as soon as he said disregard rank that's when he opened the floodgates and i was ready for whatever at that point but yeah. no he he so i told him like look uh, i told the lpo uh, and he said why are you still here i said because this guy won't let me go so the fact that my lpo didn't even know that right. I was, I had watch yeah. means that he didn't communicate anything. Everything was coming straight from him. Right. So it lays on his shoulders. Right. So I was. So what happened to him? Did he get in trouble for that? Or what? I, I mean, you know how it works. Like if, if higher just, ups. Probably just told him you should have let him go. and Maybe, but he, he could have got scolded on the side or maybe yeah. just brushed off. I don't, I don't know. I, I was out the door in the next two minutes, mm. you know, and uh, the other guy was like, hey, Will, man, calm down. Like, you yeah. know, just don't worry about, you know, this, that. So I was, I was out the door in two minutes. And I had to calm myself down in the car because I was going to go home with that. So that was the, you know, the only time I ever really cussed out a first class or a E6 or a higher ranking person. It felt good. No, we've had, um, it's never been like that with me. Per, like for, I don't know. No one's ever tried to come run, one up on me like that. See, I'm a, I'm a real friendly person. People, I think, I think like you and me, like, personally or, or uh personality wise you can be a fun person <laughs> but you kind of give off this what'd you say <laughs> you give this what'd you say attitude you know yeah and I, did, I didn't have i didn't i didn't do that i was always looking to be everybody's like buddy you know no i, I was i was a good i was an awesome battle buddy bro like not even like toot my own horn or nothing but like uh, like i really got in on because i have i have you i got my other brothers you know what i'm saying i always had the brother you know camaraderie thing right you know and and all through my life i've always for one reason or another had had people start coming around me and you know surrounding me or people some certain people follow me or whatever and you know coming up you know that could either go to your head or 
whatever, right? But in the military, um, the way I got at people that was that outranked me, because I was such a good, you know, like I like to be buddies too, right? But if you outrank me and you and you get on my nerves, you make act shady with me, <laughs> I just. I do everything perfectly military with you. <laughs> sir, no, sir. No. <laughs> like, hey, Will, what's going on? And if I'm sitting down, I look up at you, stand up real slow, put my hands behind my back. Roger, Sergeant. Oh, that's <laughs> that's the, the sign for you're, you're an a-hole. Yeah, yeah, just stand straight. Will, what's going on? At ease, Will, at ease. Roger, Sergeant. <laughs> you all right, Will? Will, talk to me. What's going on? I'm doing good today, Sergeant. Thank you, Sergeant. <laughs> What did I do? Yeah. Please, like, man, what did I do? Come on, man. Just talk to it's me, me, baby. It's me. It's me. It's me. Then, Come on. And then, like, I will talk. To, I'll, I'll, you know, I will talk to him, like, you know, look around and be like, look, man. You know, talk to him, whatever, you know. I ever tell you that story about uh, the time my kids were uh, getting, I was losing custody of my kids when I was in Iraq the first time. And I had to talk to that staff sergeant about. Uh, oh, he putting you in danger? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, no, that's another guy. That's Janky Legs. Well, there's this time where the staff sergeant, uh, he was over us when I first got to Iraq. And he was, he's a, a, a black gentleman who uh, was, he was. It's African-American. All was, right. Yeah. It's 2018. Get your, get your racial pronouns <laughs> get your, correct. Get your pronouns right, bro. And uh, he was like in the anime and stuff, you know. He was kind of like one of those goofy dudes, right? Comic books and stuff. That's like racist. That. Nah, man, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about, man. You just offended 57 people right now. Oh, whatever. But I'm saying, like, ain't no wrong with it, but he has a, he, he's, he's, he's in a profile, okay? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I got you. Comic Con, right? Right. Nothing wrong with that stuff, but that's what he, you know. He, he's played Pokemon in his lifetime. He, he was playing Pokemon when I knocked on his door. All right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there we are. You know, Dungeons so, and Dragons champion. Yeah. Right. So, like, this dude, he was supposed to have been taking me to legal, uh, to JAG, to go talk to a lawyer about my options as far as my kids and trying to get my kids back or trying to keep my kids and send a letter to a judge, send a letter back to Texas, to the attorney generals, tell them I'm in Iraq, right. I need an extension on my court dates. Uh, all this extra stuff he's supposed to take me in like a week passes and I go talk to him again. He, he's like, all right, no, I got you. I got you. Another week passes. So finally, like, you know, mom's calling, uh, mom's um, calling the people and trying to get them to call me, tell me to call her. And finally, I just go knock on his door. I ain't had my shirt on or nothing. Like <laughs> I didn't have like my, my cup, my blouse on, like the cover shirt with yeah, the yeah, rake yeah. and all that stuff. I just had my undershirt on and my boots and my pants. I was like, look, man, F all this specialist Williams, you know, as you know, you know, yeah. F all that, you know, you, you sergeant F all that, you know, but I'm using the words, you know, right. I said, look, my name is Terrence Williams and I'm about to lose my kids. I came to the military to support my kids. If me being here is going to make me lose them, what am I here for? Yeah. Like for real. I said, you said you was going to do this. You said you was going to do that. I said, dude, I'm a grown man, dude. But I said, look, man, I came into the, to the, to the military with more gunfights than you. Like, this is, I get it. Like, y'all been here for a minute. I'm, I'm just fresh to the unit. I got all that. But I'm a grown man, dog. And if I'm supposed to be underneath you, then you need to start treating. You need, you need to take care of this. Because I'm telling you right now, I'll do something right now to get me kicked out. Right now in this moment. <laughs> he was like, man, let's just talk, man. <laughs> and mind you, this dude, he was like, let's just, let's just he was the, he was the token prick for like, you know, stat like like NCOs. For the sake of being a yeah, he was like the designated a hole. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he was the one that everybody knew. But after that, 
I walked off after talking to him. Like I was still hot, and I walked off. And then, like creeping out of a shadow, was this staff sergeant. Excuse me, this first sergeant. Um, his name is. We'll call him. Um, first sergeant. We'll call him Cranky. We'll call him Cranky. <laughs> we'll call him First Sergeant Cranky. Right. All right. Right. So this dude, he's like, Hey, what's going on there, will you? What, what happened over there? I was like, Man, First Sergeant, you know, I'm. I'm and parade rest, you know. He said, "No, no, it is, it is." Because he and his flip flops, we we not rack, you know. <laughs> and he and his flip flops and this, you know, PT stuff, you know. He's coming from wherever the showers were at. That's told him what was going on, and and this is this is one of the reasons why I didn't like the army. This is one of the things that made me always watch my back, because I talked to him too, right? And he and he would always pull me to the side and just have regular conversation with me, you know. Okay. So I talked to him about it, you know. So I told this dude, man, like it's two weeks, man, you know. I was like, man, F all this, man. I'm like, I'm trying to be respectful. And I, I'm, you know, mind you, I came into the military. I'm like 26 years old, 25, 26. Like, I'm not a kid. You know what I'm saying? I got eight kids already. You know, I really had eight kids at that time. Right. And I was like, look, man, you know, so I told him, was, and he said, yeah, I'm going to take care of him, man. Don't worry about it. But what I found out was the next day was that the first sergeant was trying to get on him to, to write me up because I disrespected an NCO. But they couldn't. The um, the captain c- wouldn't do that because everybody in the chain of command would have gotten in trouble. Oh, for not allowing you to take care of all that stuff. Right, because he was supposed they to take care. They would have to write everything that every, you said. Yeah, gotcha. every, everything would have had. Everything would have because I talked to him and I talked to somebody else because I went and I I went and asked to talk to, like. I, went, I was trying to go above everybody. Right. Like everybody in my chain of command. I was trying to go above my sergeant, my the gunnery sergeant, the first sergeant, the captain. I was trying to go above the command sergeant. I was trying to go to like some people that I would probably have to call Washington to talk to, <laughs> but were within my reach as far from where I was at. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like I was trying to talk to some major people and they was like, look, man, chill out. <laughs> we got live rounds out here, dog. Like, no, no, but they was like, no, we're going to take care of it. But yeah, I had to watch my back after that because even though the first sergeant was trying to be cool with me and act like everything was cool, he still went back and tried to like get me in trouble on some, you know. Yeah. You know, even in the Navy, they had people that were, uh, you know, they, they just, they had it out to, to, to nail people to the wall because they, they can maybe just busting their cherry, you know, like, or, you know, popping their cherry to sending somebody up. It has has a lot to do with them trying to establish a name for themselves and the respect, you know, like, Hey, got to string somebody out, you know, to set the, set the tone or set the, set the example in a way, you know, but the thing is like this, what I, what I learned was it's with the, our unit deploying as much as it was, it was really, really, really hard for us to maintain military professionalism and com- and, and battle buddy camaraderie within ranks. Because in, we didn't do that at all. Because in Iraq, like when you're in, when we're at war, at least for the dudes that really I really clicked and got along with, we realized that yeah, rank that means something, but when the bullets go flying, that don't mean nothing to me. Like if you're calling out dumb stuff to do, you you gonna you gonna get ignored, bro. You gonna, all right, everybody, let's go. He runs out there by himself. There's a, there's a tank out there. Let's go get it. Let's go. Yeah. Charge. He runs out there by himself. Like, look, man, we gonna wait this one. Stay right here. Yeah, he he'll, he'll he'll get that crisply folded flag at home. Yeah. He'll be all right. Yeah, he'll be all right. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be fine. Yeah. Go get him, Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that was, that, 
when you're saying about camaraderie and um, within the ranks and uh, things like that, and I said we didn't have that problem because my first ship was a frigate. Like we had less than 200 people on the on a boat, mm-hmm. and frigate's not a huge ship by any means. I mean, it's it's big, but right. not relatively. It's relatively small compared to the fleet. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to have a working positive camaraderie right. on the ship to yeah. survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? To. You have to. So even that goes even up. I mean, you have to show the respects, you know, if an officer's walking down one of our P ways or passageways, mm. you know, you move out of the way, you say, ma'am, sir, how you doing? This and that. Like we would, we would do that. I would do that. But you had to have like the captain, we had this one captain. Um, I, don't, I really want to say his name cause I want to give him this credit. Go um, for it, man. Do it. This is America. Well, at the time he was, his name was commander Jenkins. And uh, he was probably the coolest. See, he hated his officers. It seemed that way, at least. He would, you know, throw them, not throw them, but he would like just put them against the wall and like, wait, how do you think, how do you expect to become a captain one day? Isn't that? And, and, but he loved the enlisted people. Like he, he, he looked at us like we were the reason why the ship is still afloat. You know what I mean? And, you know, rightfully so, I guess. <laughs> but, you know, he, he loved us. Like we would be walking in the P way. And every time you see a captain or the commanding officer, rather, uh, walking in the P way, you have to call attention on deck. So everybody stops, stands at attention and goes towards a, a bulkhead so he can walk by. He would, uh, we would see him, you know, me and like a friend of mine, we'd be walking and we see the commanding officer come by his attention on deck. Stand at attention, get it get out of his way. Oh, Eddie's Eddie's fellas, how you guys doing? Right. Like, uh, we're good, sir. You know that weird. Right, you know, right, right. Uh, I think we're good, sir. <laughs> are, we, are we good? Are we good? We're like, good. Fine. We're good, sir. You're good, right? Okay. We're good. We're good. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 We're good. <laughs> no, he was like, hey, you guys catch that? Uh, catch the finals, the NBA finals game. Like, no, I didn't get to see it. Oh man, this guy Tim Duncan, he was passive and he was like talking to us. You know He's what like, I mean? And the Giants of New York <laughs> put their pig skin through two uprights. It was quite amazing. It was quite fascinating. Yes. Like, All right. <laughs> no, he was he was he was like one of the coolest commanding officers. And people like that, and and for anybody who's going into the if you're listening to this and you're going into the military, realize that you if you are in a position of leadership. And you treat your people like absolute trash. They will not work for you. They will do what you tell them to do. They'll do just enough not to be in trouble. Exactly. They will do what you tell them to do. They're not going to make you look good. And no more. They're not going to. They're not going to go out of their way to do great. If you uh, achieve this level of uh, camaraderie and uh, uh, professionalism and 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 have their and and have their best interests at at heart, they will do anything for you. You know what I mean? They will go above and beyond, work 12, 14, 16 hour shifts right. just just because you you said, hey, man, we got to get this done. No problem, chief. Let's let's do it. I don't care how long we stay. Here. I'll do it for you. And we had I had a couple chiefs like that. Not all of them, but I had a couple of them. Uh, no, I had I had a, um, you know, with the exception of of old Cranky, um, <laughs> I had some pretty dope command like command dudes. You know what I'm saying? All right. Um the guy I had, the I think the first, the first and part of the second, um, they were pretty cool dudes, man. Like like that, they would come up and talk to you about whatever, you know. Not all the time. Like they they kept, they kept their their you know composure pretty good. Um, the only I had one commander who uh, Captain Aquino, I think he's a major now, but 
he was real like, man, he was like, this is when I got pulled into the office after I got hurt. Uh-huh. They pulled me into the office to do videos and stuff like FRG and, and um, send videos home to families and stuff like that. Yeah, I got involved with FRG. Yeah. So he was real like, uh, he was like real particular on stuff. It was hard, man, dealing with him. But he, he was he was really fair though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was real like cut and dry. He needed everything exactly his way. He was college, he was Asian. So right. he was like extra smart. That's um, racist. <laughs> You're just ten for ten tonight. Yeah, you know I'm sleepy, man. I'm telling you, I gave I gave plasma <laughs> like tw- like twice within the last three days, and I've been like dizzy ever since. <laughs> but uh, but he man, he's super cool. No, but I, I'll show you. Uh, he plays up the Asian thing. Like whenever he would do an FRG picture, like he would do this really goofy. He go like this. He like smile, put his thumb up, and like be super out of his character you okay. know what i'm saying because for the most part he's pretty like he's one of those dudes that kind of like talk almost talk down to you while talking at you at the same time oh yeah but it makes you feel like you're part of the conversation still but not necessarily i don't know it was weird he man. figured it out yeah he, <laughs> he, he broke was, the code he was playing chinese checkers while the rest of us were just playing shoots and ladders regular checkers <laughs> Oh my god! All right, I don't uh, know what that means. No, but he was no, he was dope, man. Like he was a dope dude. And uh, um, my computer, um, I think mom or Mima, uh, bought me a comu- uh, laptop when I was going to Iraq the second time, so I can write them emails and stuff, right? Huh. And it, my email went out. I, I'm not my email, but my computer started going out because all the sand and just right. traveling or whatever, it started going out. And I had been using that for the FRG videos. And I told him I wasn't going to do FRG videos on it anymore because I was going to lose all the content that I already had on it, which was pictures of the kids and letters from the kids and stuff like that. And then one day he called me in the office and he said, now tell me what you said again about your computer. And I told him, he started like going off. He's like, I don't give a F about your computer. I don't care about none of your letters. I don't care about them pictures. I don't care about your mom. I don't care about none of that. You're going to do what I ask you to do. And that's it. And I started looking around the room to see who I was in there with me. <laughs> and one dude had a straight face. He was a lieutenant. He had a straight face. But this other lieutenant, he was kind of goofy. He was kind of like looking away. But he kind of had like a grin on his face. So I was like, something's up. So I was like, Roger, sir. And then like, I kind of started biting my lip because like my hands started swelling. <laughs> and then he was like. Like Michael Jackson in the Thriller video. Man. Oh, 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 run. Go away. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not like other soldiers. Or, or you know. <laughs> no, like, I mean, I'm different. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Just screaming for like an right. hour, a minute and a half but while what, they stand and watch. What, uh. But what ended up happening was he pulled out a laptop from underneath his desk. And it was a brand new laptop he gave oh, it to Oh, that's him. cool. Yeah, he was like, all right, man, I know. Check this out. Take this. I know you got stuff going. I know you recovering from injuries. And but here's his laptop, man. You know, and everybody started laughing and clapping. And I was like, <sighs> like a tear <laughs> came out of my eye. I was like, man. Sissy. I, I thought my army career was over. Cause <laughs> I was no, about to kill no, no. you, sir. <laughs> I, like, I almost killed you right now, man. Love you. I love you so much. I love all you guys so much right now. 
I almost killed all of you. Oh, you. You see my hands? <laughs> They're about to be in your face. Like, my hands were so swollen, too. I was like, because he, he was, like, serious with it, too. And he, yeah. had, and he has this tone when he, he has this tone when he gets mad. Like, you know, like those captains, they have those. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like, they teach them that in the cadet school. They teach them how to be f- firm, f- and, firm direct and direct and, with yeah. their orders. Authoritative, and, yeah. And he, it, it seems like he had that naturally. Right. But that added on top of whatever he learned in school right. and, and being Asian and probably feeling he had to prove himself even more. Uh, that plays into it. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, I was, you know, I was halfway joking earlier about the Chinese checker thing. But yeah, man. Uh, I like I like those flips that yeah. people that pe- the, the little gags that people would play. Yeah. They did that to yeah. me. Like they they pulled me in the office one day and said they're about to write me up. And I was like, for what? Like, well, you didn't get qualified in this this thing we told you get qualified in. I'm like, I'm I'm working down in the in the mess decks right now. I'm cleaning up crap off the floor and this and that. Well, I mean, you've been here for two months, three months, whatever it was, and you got to get the, we told you to get it done. I said, I am, I am pulling 16 hours, not 16 hours, but you know, a lot of hours down there. And then by the time I'm done, it's already like 20 hundred or zero or eight o'clock in the afternoon. So they're like, okay, I know I understand, man, but Hey, we told you to do it and you didn't do it. So we got to write, you know, you gotta, you gotta sign this. So I take the paper and I'm about to write it. I'm going to fill my name. Out. I don't even read it. Say, so you're going to read what you're filling out. So I'm reading it and it turns out it's it's my uh promote not promotion but it's like I was given this uh exceptional sailor program I was part of the exceptional sailor program where you prove if you're good enough you now you can stay out later Oh, so that was new. It's like permission slips. Right. It's permission to stay right. out past the general curfew for newcomers to the ship. So I read it and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> he was like, ah, we got you, piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Well, that really, stuff like that does help your morale. Like, not all the time. It is. I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of practical jokes and stuff like that. But stuff like that does help your morale. I think man. it depends on the outcome. Like, if it was just a, a get like a, we're all going to laugh at you joke. That kind of pisses me off. But when it's a, we're going to trick you, but you're going to get something great in the end of it. Like you are going to get something great. I'm fine with that. Maybe. It just depends, man. It just depends. Hey, man, we just got word, man. Your mom died. <laughs> what? No, I got to go home. Oh, we're just kidding. She's fine. I'm just kidding. You got today off. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. You get extra two hours of sleep tomorrow morning. Yeah. Wait, what? That's, that's, well, that's you know, not equivalent at all. <laughs> like, that's not how you pull a rib. Yeah, I did that. I I call sometimes. I'll call my like. I used to call mom and be like, uh, "I'm not going to say this, but but I call mom and be like, uh, hey mom, I got you know this was like when things were kind of hard and whatever.' And I'd be like, "Hey, um, I got to tell you something." She's like, "What's wrong? I'm addicted to heroin." (laughs) That black tar heroin. I can't. I can't go get away from it. And like, I let it sink. I let it sit, sit there for a second. And before she says anything, I'm like, no, nah, I'm just joking. She's like, oh my God. <laughs> Terry, why'd you? I was like, well, I have bad news, but it's not as bad as me being addicted to heroin. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got <laughs> shot today. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not addicted to heroin, right? No, I'm fine. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for calling. No, I, I, I did that to, a, to an ex once. Uh, kind of hesitant to talk about it, but uh, I called her. I had just come, I think I came back from Christmas stand down. Uh, I was at I was at school at the time, and I was able to go home for two weeks, or it was like a week and a half or whatever it was. And I came back and um, I called my ex girlfriend, and she didn't answer, so I left a voicemail. And I was like, "Hey, uh, listen, I, I, I got to tell you something. Um, I, you got to understand, this is hard for me to say. I, I don't I don't really know how I'm going to tell you this, but I, you you deserve to know. So I so just so there's no secrets between us." 
and I'm really building this up. Like I'm, right. I'm going like two, three minutes. Like, look, something happened when I, when I came home. Um, you know, I spent a lot of time with you, but just something happened and I really need to, I just, I just feel like I need to get off my chest. You know, I'm just pushing this for like as long as I can without it being ridiculous. Right. So I'm like, um, so look, I'm just going to say it. Um, so, you know, when I came down, uh, you know, me and you, we spent some time together, but something happened and I just, I need you to know, you know, I've you know, I'll, I'll just get to the punchline. <laughs> right, right, right. But I, I was pushing it. So I was like, I just, I, I want you to know that I'm pregnant. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to take it. Please call me so we can discuss this. <laughs> I go, bye. Talk to you later. Love you, Talk bye. to you later. And yeah, then uh, yeah, yeah. I had to put my phone away, you know, and go back to class. And I came back voicemails like, you son of a this and that. I thought you cheated on me. It's like, why would you think that? <laughs> why, what would make you think that? Did you just cheat on me? <laughs> But no, nah, it was uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, I like I like doing stuff like that, especially in the military. That's the coolest part. I mean, there were things, man. Like I know we're getting, you know, we're getting hit towards the end of it and everything. But there were, you know, there's there's some stuff you do. Like there's, I'm not gonna lie. There's pictures of me passed out and you know, dudes putting like things in your butthole. <sighs> this is not the Navy, bro. <laughs> the Army. Uh, uh, Guantanamo Bay. Ring a bell. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That wasn't Navy. Yeah. Right. No, man. But, you know, that's, you know, stuff like that, you know, is good for morale on certain levels. As Real long quick. As uh, last thing I'll talk about. I had a couple more things. I'll just save it for the next one. Um, maybe next time we go live, we'll talk about it. Or when we go live for the first time. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, so, real quick, gas chamber. Go. Man. <laughs> <laughs> we uh so did y'all have the gas chamber where it was like a building and inside the building there were different burn there was a bunch of burn barrels no um from what i remember there were pellets little tablets they right. look like aspirin and no. they set them on top of these like kind of beaker burners or whatever they're called yeah yeah something like that yeah yeah and, and uh as as they would burn the, the smoke, smoke would, would come out, up yeah. so <laughs> the the a-hole instructors had their mask on right we had our mask on right we're in like rows of four or five like 12 people each row and so need you to put it on and submit and verify and make sure that you have a proper seal right so what we what you have to do is you close up your your ventilation Uh part and suck in and if your mask starts closing in on your face where you feel that suction on your eyeballs you have a proper seal across your jaw right so, you know, most of us did it right. And that's, and real quick side note, that's why people that are listening, that's why they have people in the military can't have beards. That's fake. That's false. No, I'm telling it's you. It's proven. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> what were you telling me? <laughs> it's science. It's no, that's not true. Well, at, at least all. that's what they tell us. That's what they tell us. Now, it can interfere with the seal. I understand right, that's right. stupid, but I mean, it's it, not, you know, depending on different things like coarseness or whatever, but right. it's not. Thickness. Thickness, things like that. But I, I yeah. hear what you're saying. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you were talking. Oh, yeah. I was going. So, most of us had a proper seal. Right. The guy about three rows behind me <laughs> did not. And I was like three rows deep. Right. <laughs> I was like the third row. Yeah. And he was about three rows behind me. So. He's struggling. 
yeah, I didn't, I didn't even know what was going on. And then the instructor, he's like, he's walking past me, looking at us because the stuff is in the air. Right, you know? it's thick in there. It's, it's getting there. So he looks, he looks like kind of over my shoulder, and he points to, did you verify you have a proper seal? And you just hear. <laughs> So I turn around and this guy's dying with his mask on. Yeah. You know, like like chug like yeah. like uh, dry heaving a little bit. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's trying to deal with all the uh, He has five rows in front of him. Right. And he's not getting out anytime soon. Right, right. So what we had to do was It's too late by then. No, you can't do anything. But it's I'm too saying late. the the organ the, what they told us to do, the procedure was you take your mask off, you you have to recite your name. And your some like I rank semen recruit such and such division four two whatever right and you have to hold your hand like a cup underneath your chin right in the middle of your chest so when you spit and stuff comes out of your nose it doesn't go on the on the deck right and if it does you have to clean it up mm. on the spot you know what I mean you can't yeah. you have to stay in there suffer do they hype y'all up no. to like try to get like come on let's go hype none of that. Well, they, they say you have to be motivated to do everything. Right. So if you show up and you're kind of half, you know, you're not motivated, they'll kick you out. And they take had you ours. Back. They ours felt like a uh, pregame locker room. Really? Yeah. Like we were. Oh, we were. They had us hyped up, like, because it was you know it was basic training. Yeah. So you know, um, we had different. Our unit, um, you know, we had different platoons or whatever. Ours was called Hellhounds. Then there was Wolfpack. Then there was. I don't know, nights or something. You were in something. the Hellhounds? I was in the Hellhounds. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was in the Hellhounds. I and, never uh, run for governor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this supposed Christian yeah. was a part of the Hellhounds. Hell you want this sale. man in charge of your state? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, so... Uh, no, they had ours was like a like a pep rally, bro. Like we were all hyped. Like nah, we they were like, that. and then like barking, like yelling, yelling out, like our, you know, special whale, whatever, whatever they were. And then like after everybody's got yeah, their drill sergeant, too easy drill sergeant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nah, we were we had to be quiet. Uh, no. We had to. They they. I think they tried to like scare us. You know, when we couldn't get rowdy. Yeah. You know, so my turn comes up and I sit and I take my mask off, got my hand here and they go one by one. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm, I'm like six people deep on, on my row. And as soon as it hit, as soon as it hit, it felt like fire ants were crawling in my eyes. Right. I, I Was that your first time ever dealing with yeah. any type of pepper spray or OC yeah. spray? Yeah. For real? Yeah. Damn. Uh, my, I remember my crew saying, look, man, just breathe through your nose. Don't breathe through your mouth. Your nose is a natural filter. Like, okay. You believe that? I mean, I didn't, but it was worth a shot. Because <laughs> you know? you're, you're panicking. Your body's yeah. never felt that type of... Uh, that attack. It's a, right. it's, a, it's a physical attack on, right. your, on your... Senses. Well, yeah, like your, your eyes, your... It's, it's your nervous system. Right. So it's a it's not a choking agent. It's a it's something. I forgot what they, they defined it as. But yeah, it was not fun. And the uniforms we had were the long sleeve. Uh, it was called utilities. They were long sleeve shirts, button down long sleeve shirts with collars and you know belt and trousers. So the stuff sticks in your clothes. You know what I mean? It's it sinks in your. That, that's what they had y'all. Y'all wear regular clothes? No, no, no. It was uniform. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. Like regular uniform. Well, yeah, that's one of the reasons why I chose the Navy because the outfits, the uniforms are like straight up clothes. Oh, <laughs> no, because we have like these, <clears throat> these, these, uh, like gas, 
like the whole outfit. No, we were in straight up uniform. That's crazy. Just day, daily uniform. You like we had the regular uniform on, and then over that we you had, had the mop suits. The mop suit. That's what it's called. No, no, no. Yeah, we, we had didn't. The mop we suits. definitely didn't do that. We were wearing a straight up clothes, and they told us like, look. When you get out of here, you're gonna go out. And, you're gonna go outside, and you're gonna wait to decontaminate your face. It's still gonna be in your clothes because it's you know it's a powdery whatever it is, and the smoke gets into your clothes and right. it stays there. So, so don't be don't go out there wiping your face and stuff because all you're gonna do is re Make uh, it flash. You're yeah. gonna have a reflash out there. So you know, I we my whole line does our thing. We we turn you know right face head out of the room. We go outside, and everybody's just. <laughs> Just spitting up yeah. mucus. Mucus. Every everybody who has a cold does not have a cold anymore. Right. It's <laughs> on know? the floor. In everybody who's stuffed up is not stuffed up. Right. So I'm out there and I'm like, oh man, it sucks. It sucks. So we finally got to go inside. We went to the head and we're washing off our face and everything. And and I, I'm about to walk out and I, I walk. I go back to the classroom and I still got water on my face. So I take my sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> I just Wipe do a nice the, long right across the top, right across my face, and uh, within about thirty seconds, I start feeling it again. Flash, just a reflash. It's, oh, oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> no, no! You know, I start feeling it again. But uh, yeah, good times, good, good times, great times, great man. times. I do. It, I would not do it again. You know what's crazy about the uh, the time I had to do go to the gas chamber is that uh. About two or three days prior, I had got bit by a brown, a brown recluse. Well, not bit, but I had got uh, a, a treatment done for a brown recluse bite that happened a week prior. At boot camp? Yeah. Mm. That I let go. That um, I kind of talked my way out of getting recycled because they were talking about making me redo basic training again mm. because the the bite was horrible. Like right. I waited like four days before I told anybody about it, and it started eating away at my leg. <laughs> that's what this. As is they like. do. That's what this is right here. That's oh, what this wow. is right here. It was like he has about like a <clears throat> bullet hole wound. <laughs> yeah, it looks like on his leg. Like a bullet hole in my leg. But um, it had uh, it was on a Friday that I finally went to the uh, uh, you know the sick sick bay or whatever sick call medic. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then they cut it open and everything and, and the hole was about what is it, like two inches yeah about about two inches deep oh wow into my leg and it was starting to hollow itself out on the inside yeah so there was muscles starting to be torn away you could have lost your leg yeah i know that's what they said now i wasn't Idiot. really i was you know this is oklahoma so i don't know what kind of spiders and bugs and all that type of stuff i just mm. i'm used to texas you know i'm kind of got like you didn't know a brown recluse was a dangerous spider I, it's not like i was walking around looking for one <laughs> they, they just told me afterwards like hey you know you know you ever got one of those little bumps like a, a boil or something like that like on your like on your armpit no yeah you have any you know like oh i had so that was cellulitis that you gave me <clears throat> okay whatever so it jerk. was that's what i thought it was yeah, at jerk. first <laughs> they had to use a scalpel to get that stuff out yeah that's what i thought it was wow. and it was like it was like no this is brown recluse because it's starting to eat away at your leg mm -hmm. so then they put me in sick bay and then i had to stay in the in the little sick bay place for like three days that's what i'm talking about no <laughs> because because I, I then i asked to go back to my unit but they gave me a profile that said i couldn't do anything for two weeks which means oh you're gonna get which, asthma or recycle right which means Monday um, when we go to the gas chamber if I don't do that I because it was a it was an eight k to the gas chamber where to do eight k ruck march like kilometers yeah walking yeah oh that's fine to and from 
Well, I mean, it's, it's long, but you're not running. Right. It's fine. But so I go. I ran a 3K once and never do it again. Right. So I. And I was healthy back then. <laughs> <laughs> I almost died. Yeah. <laughs> like death was about a K away. If it was a 4K, I'd have died. <laughs> if it was a 3.1K. <laughs> <laughs> I got to the finish line. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah, man. Screw that. Yeah. I walked a little too. Yeah. Um, so they let me go back to my, my unit on like that morning or something like that morning or Sunday, the day before. And they had, they gave me the paper that said I wasn't supposed to do nothing for two weeks. And then I went to drill side. He's like, Williams, come here. What did, what did the doctor say? So I'm good to go. Drill side. <laughs> you could have, <sighs> that is a lie. <laughs> like and that not, is not a, even just that. Officer's like, orders. They had, um, they had stuffed my, you know, the hole. Right. I had gauze, gauze in, in it, there, yeah. in my leg. Yeah. So they're like, uh, Williams, what did you say? I said, this sounds good, Joe Sarn. Sounds good to go, Joe Sarn. They give you no paper? Where's the paper at? Uh, I must have lost it, Joe Sarn. And he looked at me and he kind of gave me a look like, you. I know you lying. Yeah, he's, <laughs> I know you're lying, but are you, yeah, he's like, are you good? I was like, I'm good, Joe Sarn. He was like, all right, let's go. So I went and got all my stuff by my ruck sack real quick and did an 8K with a hole in my leg. So here's the thing. Now, this is how, how it worked out in my, in my- That's retarded. And went through the gas chamber. <laughs> That's retarded. You talk about fire ants. Yeah. <laughs> I can only imagine a yeah. hole. Yeah. So afterwards, after we did that, we 8K there, did the gas chamber, 8K back. Uh, we had like, a, we'd all go come in and we'd- take all our stuff, you know, put it up or whatever. Just so I give us time to whatever, you know, cool off and chill out and stuff. And then at the end of the day, he would come in there and hand out mail and we'd all be like in our PTs by then, our, our PT uniform by then. Mm -hmm. And we'd be sitting down uh, and he'd be giving out our mail or whatever. So I'm in the very back and I'm dying. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, so I, you know, all the people are out there around me and I'm like taking the gauze out of the hole. They're like, oh, oh God. Oh, it, like, it hurt that hurts doesn't yeah because it's oh, not because it's not numb anymore you know and then and then and then it's irritated because i walked on it i walked 16 k's today uh -huh. you know what i'm saying uh and then i went to the gas chamber so then he, check this out now i had it i took the gauze out and i didn't have anything to keep it clean because i was supposed to be good right you know so i went and got the hand sanitizer <laughs> just dumped all hand sanitizer in my hand like a big glop of it and just uh, grabbed one of my homeboys and just put it all on top of it and start rubbing it and it was like oh my god oh my god oh my god and and they was like looking at it but here's the thing i was the platoon guide right and for some of the people like they were like man yo if will can do it with a hole in his leg i know i can make it i can make it i used it too i was like i got a hole in my leg and i'm walking faster than you let's go keep pushing you know Jesus that Christ. type of stuff man that's taking it a little too far for i'm telling you I, I was completely engulfed in being a soldier bro you know i was like i can't let my guys well, down that was your first mistake <laughs> <laughs> i can't let my guys down i don't want to have to re do all this stuff again i don't want to have to recycle I mean, you do know being a soldier is temporary <laughs> losing your leg is forever <laughs> no <laughs> Old lieutenant dan over here trying to yeah. beat somebody yeah but I'm, i made it though man you know god, god healed it up and you know i muscled through it and it finally started growing meat back inside of it and, <laughs> and what was worse man like it's getting kind of gruesome but We'd be doing out, outside doing marching drills and stuff, man. And like, 
I keep swatting at my leg, like I, like fly on my leg or something, you know. And then like, I finally go and look down, and there's just a bunch of gnats just trying to crawl into my into my leg. And I yeah, to, you know what? They're they're planting babies in there. Well, that's why I was doing the hand sanitizer thing. I just kept <laughs> killing them. Uh, yeah. Good times. Good times. <laughs> you know. I'm over here talking about being scared to board a ship. You're talking about a hole in your leg and Nat's <laughs> planting babies in there. During training. During boot camp. <laughs> All right, you one-upper. Yeah. All right, well, uh, you got anything else you want to share? We're at the one hour and 23 minute mark right now. No, I'm going to save some more for the next one. We'll try to get some more guests, some more military guests. Absolutely. I got a couple people um, that I want to bring on here, a couple uh, leaders that I had uh the one I was telling you about before, uh, Chief Morgan, he's he's awesome. And uh, I have old senior chief that uh, I want to bring on here. He's awesome as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we can get, you know, we had Orlando on. He's a E6, but, you know, he, me and him were like on the same level, mm-hmm. uh, relatively speaking. So I want to get some higher ups to come in here and see what we can get them to say. No, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Like, you know, like I was saying earlier, like, it's hard in the in – the, uh, in the army for to keep that line between professionalism and camaraderie, not not camaraderie. I just got to be another word for it, but like there has to be, there's, there's a relationship there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when you're at war, rank only gets you so far. Rank is not for the battlefield. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to have somebody calling the plays and, and stuff like that. Those are positions, you know what I'm saying? But you know, you you get more BAH to me means nothing to me when the bullets start flying. You know what I'm saying? It, it, I think that depends on person to person. You know what I mean? Um, you can, I mean, I don't know about the army, but in the navy, we can always tell who knew their stuff. You know what I mean? We we can always tell the new guy or new person mm. from the uh, experienced person because some of our officers were previous enlisted, prior enlisted. Those are the ones I had a lot of respect for. Yeah, those are the ones I tended to. Uh, to take advice from or, or, uh, or, you know, if they said, Hey man, you look this up, look this up, study this. That's, right. I would listen to them. I hear some college kid telling me like, Hey, uh, we need to make sure I'm like, shut up, <laughs> <laughs> shut up, go get the captain an Oreo cookie. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. say that of course, but right. you know, they, they, but you know, some of them were cool. The, 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 the younger, the O ones, the ensigns, they would come up and ask us, you know, ask me like, Hey man, what do you think about, how, how do you feel about, and they would generally genuinely want to know, you know, cause I was in for 13, you know, at the time, 10, 11, 13, 12, 13 years. And they wanted to know stuff. Those, those are the lieutenants. Those are the ones that are going to make officers that are great, great, you know, officers. Yeah. The ones that ask. Exactly. You know, the ones that have been, look, man, Hey, you're only, a, you're only an E4, but you've been in for four years. Yeah. I just got in yesterday. Exactly. So, you know, I outrank you, but I need, I need your expertise or your yeah, experience. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not asking your permission or your guidance, right. your guidance, but right. I want to know. With your experience, what, what do you see? What has worked? What hasn't worked? And we'll yeah. move. We'll go on from there. Those are the best uh, officers, in my opinion. All right. So we this is we're like breaking records here because this is le- legitimately our longest podcast we've had, and it's only going to get longer yeah. <laughs> from from here on. And we almost ran up out of the battery out of this thing. Perfect timing. All right. So appreciate everybody for listening. If you want to hear more, you can go to Spreaker.com or you can check us out on iTunes and subscribe. That way you can know every single time another episode gets uploaded. You can also follow us on social media. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. YouTube is going to start being packed with a couple more videos, uh, you know, because we're, we're starting to build. And 
coming in the pipe is going to be our Patreon page, where if you like the show and you want to, uh, you know, donate whatever you can, whether it be a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, twenty, fifty dollars, whatever you can to help us out, we'd be much appreciated. We have tiers on there that we're setting up right now. Yeah. The Willboy, the is coming around the corner as well. Uh, it's going to be coming out really soon. We're going to make sure everybody knows about that. All of our uh, listeners pay, uh, know exactly what's going on the page. On that page, we're going to have things where if you want to be a guest, you can fill out a small little form. Just put your name, your email, and the reason why you want to be on the show. If you want to talk about this, you want to talk about that. If you have something you want to promote, you can definitely get on there. and We'll, we'll look at them and we'll schedule a time where we can either call you or if, or if you're in the San Antonio area, we can bring you to, the, to our location and we can set it up. So... Uh, we're also going to have, we have our Instagram feed. So we got pictures on there. We also got the podcasts that are on there. We got our YouTube videos that are on there and we're just going to have more and more and more and more. So again, appreciate everybody for listening. I think that's it. That's it, man. All right. I am old mix It's your boy chief. Talk to you next time. Hey.